Now, we're starting today a new series in the church uh, where we're thinking about prayer. So today we're thinking about what does it mean to pray and how do we pray? And we're going to be thinking about four different ways that we can pray. And we're going to be thinking of a few people in the Bible who show us different ways that we can pray. And each of those ways that we can pray has a letter from the word pray. So each of the letters of the word pray will tell us one of the ways that we can pray. Now, thinking carefully, and maybe there was a clue in our first song, does anybody know a word beginning with P that might be a way that we can pray? Does anybody know? I'm going to get a letter, a letter P. Any P words that are the way that we can pray? That everything that has breath... What did we sing? Praise. Well done. Our first P from the letter... Our first letter, our first letter is P from the letter pray, from the word pray. It stands for praise, which sounds very similar to pray, doesn't it? And we've got somebody, I think earlier when I was... Uh, out getting things ready for the, for the church service. I spotted somebody through here, a little bit of an unusual character, who might tell us something about how we can... Well, hello. Hello. Um, what's your name and where and when do you come from? My name is Jehoshaphat. And I am from about 2,900 years ago, from the kingdom of Judah. Okay, Jehoshaphat. (laughs) Unusual name, but all right. Uh, And what is it that you do in the kingdom of Judah, exactly? Isn't this a little bit of a clue? I am the king of Judah. The king of Judah? Wow, that is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Jehoshaphat, how's it going being the king of Judah? Well, it's been going really quite well, even if I do say so myself. As you can read about in 2 Chronicles, chapters 17 to 21. But recently... I did have a little bit of a problem, Patrick, which is what I have come to tell you about. You see, something amazing happened. We had all these enemy armies, so many of them, coming from the east, and they seriously wanted to destroy us all. That sounds like more than a little bit of a problem. That sounds like a pretty big problem. Mm -hmm. Enemy armies Mm -hmm. coming from the east who seriously wanted to destroy you. Yeah. But you're a a good king, Jehoshaphat, aren't you? Right. And you've won lots of battles before, haven't you? Right again. So you must have known what to do about it. So what did you do about it? Well, 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 that's exactly it. I know I am a good king. Probably one of the best, actually. 
And I have won lots of battles before. And I do have a very good army. But this time, we needed to do things very differently. OK. And how did you do things differently? Well, you see, I was talking with God, praying. And he told me to not fight the battle with the army, like usual. He said that the battle was not ours to fight. So we didn't go to fight. We put down our spears and our swords. I've lost my thing. And your microphone. And my microphone. (laughs) There you are. There we go. (laughs) Jehoshaphat. It's very technological for 2,900 years. (laughs) I know. And we picked up our musical instruments and our voices to sing. We sang God's praises and trusted him to sort the battle out. Wow. Well, are you sure that was a good idea? Did you hear, Patrick, whose idea it was? It's not my own idea. I got everyone together, all the people and their whole families, even the little children. And we prayed and prayed. And God sent the message. It was God's idea. So it was the best idea. And do you know what? What? It worked. We kept singing God's praises. And God fought the battle for us. And our enemies didn't even get close. Wow, that is amazing. You praised God mm-hmm. and God fought the battle for you. Yeah. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. And Jehoshaphat, what, what did you sing? We sang, give thanks to the Lord, his love endures forever. Hold on a minute, Jehoshaphat. That sounds like a Chris Tomlin song. <laughs> Near enough. You know it too? I do, actually. Can we all sing those words of praise together, like we did on that amazing day? Shall we? Shall we sing that song now? And we've got some instruments, haven't we, for the children? Jehoshaphat, do you want to hand out some instruments? And we'll sing that song using those words, like you did on that amazing day. Let's stand together, shall we? And we'll sing, give thanks to the Lord, his love endures forever. So let's stand to sing. And if you'd like a shaker, not just the children. We're all children of God, aren't we? Let's all have a shaker if we'd like one. (laughs) We're going to think of another way that we can pray this morning. So we've praised God using our letter P. And now we're going to think about a way that we can pray, which begins with the letter R. Another king in the Bible was King David who was also a good king. But in David's life, there were some things that he did, which meant that he turned away from God and he needed to say sorry. Does anybody know the R word that we use, which means turning around, turning away from the way we have been going? 
away from God and turning back around towards God. Does anybody know that R way of praying? Rebecca does. Repent, you're right, repent. And it means turn around. It means turning away from the way we have been going, which is away from God, and turning towards, back towards, and following God again. And King David showed us how to do that when he said to God, have mercy on me, God, because you love me, have mercy on me. He asked God to be kind to him when he said sorry for all the wrong things that he had done. He said to God, have mercy on me and help me again to live for you. So we're going to do that just now this morning. We, like King David, have done things in our, in our lives which we ought not to have. Maybe even in our week, maybe even this morning. We might have done things or said things or thought things which we wish we hadn't, which God would wish we hadn't. Things which haven't given glory and praise to God, which haven't honoured him. And we want to say sorry to God for going away from him. And we want to say, please forgive us and help us as we turn towards you to live for you. So we're going to use our hands. We're going to think about our thoughts. We're going to think about our words and our actions. And we're going to say sorry for God, to God for the way that we haven't pleased him in those ways. And ask him to help us to think and speak and to live for him. So let's start off by putting our hands on our heads We're going to think about our thoughts and we're going to say to God, sorry for any of the thoughts that we have had which have not been pleasing to him. So just hold in mind anything that has not been the way that you or God would have it be this week. And we're going to say, sorry, God, for the way our thoughts have not pleased you. And now we're going to think about our words. So perhaps put your hands near to your mouth. And if there's anything you have said or not said this week, which is not as God would have it be, then we can say sorry, God, for the way our words have not been the way they should. Sorry when we have used words to cause pain or division. Sorry when our words have been unkind. Sorry when we haven't spoken up for the things that are right. And help us to use our words to give you praise and glory. And now we're going to hold our hands out in front of us and think about our actions, the things that we have done this week or left undone, which are not the way that God would have it be. And we're going to say to God, sorry for where our actions have not pleased you this week. Sorry for the things we have done, which we shouldn't have, or the things we should have done, which we have left undone. Help us, Lord, to think and to speak and to live for you, we pray. Amen. God promises that when we say sorry to him, he is quick to meet us with his forgiveness and he fills us with his Holy Spirit which enables us to live for him, to think for him, and to speak for him in this world. We don't have to do it on our own. God wants to fill us with the power which allows us to do that, which enables us to live and to speak and to think for him. So I'm going to pray a prayer now that God would fill us with his Holy Spirit, that we might be transformed into people who are able to think, speak, and live for him. Father God, thank you 
for your forgiveness. Thank you that when we seek you in repentance, you are quick to meet us with forgiveness. And we pray that you would fill us now with your Holy Spirit, that we might be enabled and empowered to think and to speak and to live for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to sing again. We're going to sing Over All the Earth, which is a song of of dedication. We're going to rededicate ourselves to God using these words of of Over All the Earth, which is about asking the Lord to be uh, reigning in our life as he reigns over all creation. Um, So if you'd like to stand to sing, uh, we will sing together. If you'd like to stay seated, then that's absolutely fine too. We've come now to our third letter A from the letter pray. Does anybody know a word beginning with A, which might be a thing that we do in prayer? Any ideas? Amen. Um, Amen is well done. We do use the word amen. It's not amen this time, but that absolutely is right. Amen just means I agree. So we say it at the end of our prayer to say, yes, I want to make that prayer my prayer. Any other things that we might do in prayer, which begins with the letter A? Ask. Ask. You're quite right, Steph. Well done. Well done. We ask God in prayer sometimes, don't we, for the things which are on our heart. We ask God to change things sometimes in our life or in the wider world. We ask God um, for things in prayer. And we're going to hear now the story of somebody called Hannah who asked God in prayer for something and we're going to see how she did that and what we can learn about asking God in prayer. So Hannah's story is an amazing story, isn't it? That she really wanted something and she so wanted it that she told God that she wanted it so much. She said, actually, God, if you give this son to me, I will offer him back to you that I will use the thing that you have given me to give you glory and God loved Hannah and Hannah loved God and God answered Hannah's prayer which is amazing God heard and answered Hannah's prayer was it only Hannah who God hears and answers prayer for absolutely not God answers prayer whether you're called Hannah or whether you're called James or whether you're called Steph or whether you're called Pam any, any person who comes to God in prayer, God will hear and he will answer. Do we always get the answer that we're expecting or the answer that we want? We don't always get the answer straight away. We don't always get the answer we're expecting, but we know that God hears our prayer and will be answering it in his way. So in a moment, we're going to tell God what's on our hearts. We've got a, a way of doing that. I'm just going to move this out of the way for a moment. We've got some strips of paper here, and I'm going to ask some of the younger people, the children, um, uh, to help us out. We're going to hand these strips of paper out, and also some pencils. And hold on to your strip of paper, and really think, what is it that you want to ask of God this morning? Is there something in your life, something in somebody else's life who you love and care for this morning, that you want to ask God for this morning? Is there something in the wider world? Is there a situation somewhere happening in the world which is making you feel worried or upset? Something you want to ask God to be at work in changing? And you can write or draw that on the strip of paper and we'll, we'll hear a song as we do that. If you don't want to write or draw your prayer, then simply hold on to the piece of paper and make your prayer as you hold that piece of paper. 
And then keep hold of it for now, and in a moment we'll do our next thing. So you'll need to be keeping hold of your piece of paper. So as the children bring bring them round and the pencils, be thinking, what is it that is on your heart this morning? Because just as God wanted to hear what was on Hannah's heart, he also wants to hear what's on your heart this morning. Sometimes writing it down can be helpful. Sometimes drawing it can be helpful. But if you feel as though you just want to hold that piece of paper and tell God what's on your heart as you hold the paper, then that's fine too. And we'll have about three or four minutes. We'll listen to some music as we do this. If you want to chat with those near to you to tell them what's on your heart, especially younger ones, um, then uh, please do that. And we'll have three or four minutes. Hold on to your pieces of paper and then we'll tell you what we're going to do with them next. Now, as we finish off writing or drawing or just holding our prayers... We're going to think about our last letter. We've got pra so far. Anyone know what our last letter is? <coughs> Any ideas? Yeah. You're right. Our last letter is Y. Well done. The last yes letter is Y. Now, uh, guessing, guessing the, the word for this one. This is actually the hardest one, but it's the hardest one to guess... But it's also the hardest way to pray, I think. This word, I'll give it to you because we would be here forever if we were going to try and guess it. The word is yield. Yield. And it means letting go and letting God have his way. Now, not only is that a difficult word to guess, it's also a very difficult thing to do. In our story of Hannah, she said, if you give me a son, I will offer him back to you. She had to let go and let God's will be done. And as you hold on to the prayers, the things that are on your heart, in a moment, we're going to hand them back. The children are going to come round again and collect them. And as you hand them back, you're not just handing them over to the children to turn into a lovely paper chain. Really, as you let go of your piece of paper, really try Whatever it is you've written on your piece of paper, really try in your heart to let go of it and say, God, your will be done. The why, it stands for yield. It could also stand for your will be done. It could also stand for your will, meaning God's will be done. So as you hand over the thing that's on your piece of paper, know that God has heard your prayer and that As you let it go, you pray, your will be done, not mine. Sometimes the thing we've written down is what God wants for us. Sometimes the thing we've written down, he may answer in a different way. And as we uh, come round to collect them, we're going to sing a song, Build Your Kingdom Here, which is a song uh, aligning ourselves as a church community, our will to God's way, our way becoming God's way. So it could be yield, it could be your will be done. So the things that you've written down will be joined together by the children uh, as we sing and as we continue in our service. And then at the end, we're going to ask the children to bring them up and just lay them around the altar. It's symbolically um, giving them over to God and asking for his will to be done. So I'm going to hand mine over now because I'm going to need my hands to play the guitar. And um, as the children come round to collect them up, really in your heart, offer your prayer to God handing it over, saying, your will be done in this. So I'm going to put our letter Y up here, and then we're going to sing together, build your kingdom here.